Hello and welcome to the very first episode of a new sports show. We call it Sports Central and uh, we'll be looking at all the sports that's taking place uh, in and around Papua New Guinea. We'll also be looking at some of the uh, big events, uh, sporting events that are happening um, with our brothers and sisters uh, right around the Pacific region. And of course, uh, we'll be looking at some of the big, big sporting news and uh, our, our perspective from uh, the big uh, headlines from right around the globe. But uh, if you're going to be talking sport in PNG, one particular sport that grabs the attention of everybody, it has a massive, massive following, and it's uh, almost like a religion here. And that is the sport of rugby league. That's right. Uh, it's the number one sport in PNG, and we follow it with a passion. And because of that, we will be dedicating a lot of the sports content and the of, of this show to rugby league. We'll be talking about other sports as well, um, what's happening in their various uh, codes. Uh, we'll be trying to catch up with uh, some of the administrators of those sports and see what's happening and you know how they can, how they're surviving during this tough time. Of course, we do understand that uh, some of the sports have been affected and uh, you know we do wish everybody all the best and hope that everybody is keeping safe during these tough times several other segments that we'll be introducing later on in the uh, season uh, we'll be looking at lunch with a legend trying to catch up with some of our sporting heroes from yesteryears uh, in the sport of rugby league in any sport really and we'll try to catch up with some of those sporting heroes and heroines from uh, right around the Pacific region. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, we'll be doing some little fun little uh, segments that we'll be introducing later on. We don't want to delve into them right now because uh, we've got uh, a lot to be talking about currently and uh, in the sport of rugby league. The uh, biggest competition that's uh, taking place right now is the Digicel Cup. It's the national competition that is run by the PNG Rugby Football League. We've got an interview with uh, Stanley Hondina, who's the competition manager. But just quickly, a snapshot. Round 11 of the competition ended. That's the final round. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, structure of the season didn't go to plan due to the COVID, obviously. So uh, only 11 rounds of competition. That ended over the weekend. And it was the Mount Hagen Eagles defeating the Dabaris over in Minch uh, in Port Moresby. You had the Wigmen defeating the Gulf Iso. Hello, Wigman defeating Gulf Iso, 28-20. Rabal Gurriers, 20, defeating the Wagitumba, 14. That win right at the end uh, secured the minor premiership for the Agmak Rabal Gurriers. So congratulations to them. Uh, the NCD Vipers had a win over the Lace Next Tigers. Lace Next Tigers, current uh, champions, defending champions rather, and a 7-0 victory by the Vipers ensured that the Rabal Gurriers snatched the minor premiership right at the end. Over in Lay, there were two matches, and it was the Kimbe Cutters, who had a chance to make the top six. Unfortunately, they lost to the Mendy Murrocks 22-10, and it was the Enga Miocs who were eighth going into the last round of competition, and they needed a win, and they got that win right at the end over the Goroka Lahanis, 14 points to 12. That win uh, secured a top six spot. So the ladder at the end of the season proper, it sees the Agmak Rabal Gurias on 19 points in first. Congratulations once again, the minor premiers. Second on 18 points, the uh, Lace Next Tigers. Third, Croton Hella Wigman. Fourth, uh, NCDC Money Plus Vipers. And then uh, fifth, you had the PRK Mendy Murks. 
And in sixth spot was the EPG Enga Miox. So congratulations to the top six teams. They take, play, they, they take part in the uh, finals for 2020 Digicel Cup starting this weekend. And we'll go through those draws later on in the show. But we'll go to the first break of the um, show. And on the other side, we'll be catching up with competition manager of the Digicel Cup in 2020, Stanley Hondina. You're listening to Sports Central. All right, it's time to talk about rugby league, and uh, we're joined by the competition manager for the PNG NRL, or otherwise known as the Digital Cup, Stanley Hondina. Stanley, thanks for talking to us. Um, a very, very interesting uh, season, 2020, so far. Yes, Killian, uh, thanks, and happy that you came around for this interview as well. And yes, as everyone knows, this has been a trying time and a hard time, but it's good. Uh, we've gone through it, and I'm happy to uh, chat with you this morning. Okay, so just quickly talk to us about uh, season 2020, uh, an overview, uh, despite the uh, obviously the big issue with uh, COVID and all that. In general, you, you're pretty, pretty happy with uh, how the season has gone? Yes, Kelian. Uh, season 2020 is unlike any other seasons. Uh, depends on which lens you put up on the day to see and understand what's happening. Uh, for us at the Digital Cup level and at the I think it's a good time, blessing in disguise for us, but uh, it got us to really do some of the things that we couldn't do before and some of the things that we wanted to do. Uh, this has given us the opportunity to really test ourselves and see where we are in terms of, you know, organization-wise, in terms of the competition, giving opportunity to the teams to show what they can do in times like that. So. <clears throat> Whilst on one end, people see it as a, as a bad thing to eat and, you know, we uh, remain open and as it comes, it's a global pandemic. So yeah. we, we're happy it came that it, it really tested us and see where we yeah. are again. Because just like uh, many other obstacles that you, you face in life, you know, you, you don't really know, uh, you know, what, what, um, how good you've come out through at the end by going through that challenge. And COVID-19 obviously uh, really... Um, opened up our eyes on, on on how things could be run. You know, you, you think of worst-case scenarios, this was it, and we, we managed to get through the season uh, pretty much, and now we've got the finals just happening over the weekend. So a, a very good um, challenge. Um, what about your expectations at the beginning of the season? I mean, let's not worry about COVID-19 too much, but generally speaking, at the beginning of the year, you, you probably set out your, your key goals or... Um, that you wanted to achieve. Do you think you've uh, achieved that with your team? Yes, like 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 I said, uh, like any other entity organization plans, we planned it out. We had uh, 22 weeks of competition all set to go. Uh, teams were already in camp, uh, build up point in case Ella Wigman were traveling to Brisbane and to Fiji and Tigers were camping early and the season was really brewing up, ready, set yes. to go and when the pandemic happened, it didn't deter our determination. It didn't divert our course uh, that we wanted to take. We still remain focused, and here we are. We came through this, and like I said, it it gave us an opportunity on the other side to really do something that we could hold our heads high and stand proud of, and and and, and that's what happened for this season that we came through. For all the uh, teams, the the franchises, obviously for them, they they, they had to uh, take their necessary measures as well which was part of your, your job in making sure that they understood what they could do, what they couldn't do. And what was there any um, 
sort of uh, uh, issues that you had with the teams probably at first? Uh, no, not really issues. I think uh, I thanked the teams that were involved in the competition. They understand uh, that they're important stakeholders and partners in the whole of the game. Yeah. It's not just about their team, but they're also worried and concerned about the competition. So sure. hand in hand, we helped them, they helped us, and together we walked. So it was a challenge at the start, but you know we had a four weeks buffer from June 5 to July 5 when we pushed the competition back. It was enough time for us to work to and fro, and we have a good system where we have all the franchises have a franchise manager. Uh, who's the go-to guy, so made our job easy to go to someone. Yeah. It was his job to implement it down the ground and, you know, administratively and organizationally, we had it all covered well when we had participation agreements, contracts in place. Yeah. So it was legally binding between them and us, so yeah. it made our job easier. Yeah. And I guess... Ben, uh, it's in black and white, it's black and white. Everybody the benefit understood, of yeah. uh, having institutions and institutionalizing organizations, I think, is the way forward. And this COVID yeah. has really helped us to institutionalize. Yeah. So we had these agreements in place. So it's either they do it or they yeah. get the boots. So That's it. it really helped us yeah. in implementing it. So I commend the franchise managers and the board chairmen for each franchises. They took it on and look, we took the games to Kimbe, we took it to Goroka, we took it to yeah. Vince, we took it to Lei, yeah. Kokopo, yeah. you know, so it showed that... And it, was, and, it was, and it was great to have... Uh, the, the, the fans getting out. Uh, Mosby had its issues, and we, we'll, we'll talk about that shortly, yeah. but it was great to, to get the game out, even though we we're going through these uh, tough times. Correct. You still managed to get the games out to the, to the said places. Minge hosted their last game uh, over the weekend. That, that must have been and, great and for them. Killian, like I said, and that's one of the things with Papua New Guinea as a nation, uh, we got to start building institutions, yeah. process and procedures, yeah. systems, Yes. And we got to have confidence in those systems and processes that we've built. And that time and weather and uh, you name it, they will not data and test it. Yes. It will continue to stand tall. And that's been an evidence for us at the NRLC that we had those institutionalized processes and procedures. So when we believed in it and we lived to it, we took the games to places people thought it wouldn't go. Yeah. We did things people thought it would have been done. Yeah. Uh, that's simply attributed to the processes and systems as an institution that we had in place. Fantastic work. And uh, obviously, <coughs> credit to your, your team as well, your, your PNG NRLC uh, team, uh, team members who mm. obviously assisted you. you. Um, okay, now, we had the issue here in Port Mosby where... Um, there were zero spectators. Uh, uh, that was for about uh, four to five rounds, I think, or probably six rounds were uh, empty stadiums. But uh, it was such a relief to get the, uh, the people, the crowds back in, uh, just in time for the last round of football. Um, and probably very happy for you yeah. to see the Kilian, crowds back you, in Portland. You've been with the game and you understand this better than anybody. Without the crowd, the game doesn't have the life. That <laughs> I tell you what. And uh, it was very tough, but we had to keep the game going. Yeah. So we had to improvise and we did it seven weeks from round five to round ten. No games in Mosby or games in Mosby without spectators. Yeah. Uh, thanks to TV One, we had to get it on TV that people can watch. Uh, it helped us to, like I said, test ourselves and see what we can do. So the teams complied very well. Imagine when the team's coming into Mosby, because Mosby was a high transmission zone. Yes. Uh, we had to have, thank you to NCDC, who are great partners that helped us with the big buses. They had to do all the runs from the airport in a secured environment, take them to the hotel. Our hotel partners were awesome. Yeah. They gave them, treated them as quarantine guests, locked them up, get them to the field. So you can imagine all these things happening. It's just 
it just gives us a reason to smile saying yeah you've done it you've complied with the standards and i think we we are one of the organizations in the country that is really has the protocol and processes in place that really helped us so without the spectators we we kept the game going and you're probably if you think about it you're probably a model uh organization to uh to follow in terms of structures and policies and procedures and complying with the, the, the government's uh, rulings on, on, on this, how the pandemic and living with the pandemic and operating with the uh, pandemic. So Correct. So we are just another arm of government. Our platform is the reach that we have in the people. Yes. So we help the government in a way to promote the key five things that they want to promote. Uh, we we adapted our match day and all the protocol, bandage protocols from the QRLs, Apollo protocols. So when you talk about standards, that's the best in the business. Absolutely. And then we complied by that standard embedding in the government standards, the PNG Sports Foundation. So <clears throat> a lot of people don't see, but if you see it well, we help the government as an organization Absolutely. to disseminate the information on healthy yeah. living, and sanitizing, masks. Absolutely. <clears throat> our players are role models if you like in their own community yeah. and by doing this having masks with them every time they go and sanitizing absolutely maintaining social distancing the influence that they're influencing the ones that are looking up to them it's the reach that the game has gone sadly we can't measure the numbers but we've set a footprint that is yeah. bigger than any organization in this nation in terms of uh, disseminating that information excellent fantastic work um okay so the season it's uh, done and dusted uh, we crowned our minor premiers on the last game, uh, it was a, a result that went in favor of the, the Gurias, the Agma Graval Gurias. Congratulations to the, uh, the Gurias franchise, minor premiers once again. But, uh, and they, they, they needed to win, obviously. Uh, and it was a three-way uh, tie. It was any one of three teams that could have been the minor premiers on the last round of football. And it was a fantastic uh, round of football and perfect because we had just welcomed the uh, crowds back to Port Moresby. Moresby um, uh, Sir John Guy Stadium. So it was great uh, timing all around for the uh, for the game. Now we've got the finals uh, just around the corner. Obviously, the uh, shift now focuses to just the uh, the top six teams. Guri, as we mentioned, uh, the defending champion Tigers. They uh, finished uh, second. Then you got um, you got the Murrooks, You got the Vipers, uh, 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 and then um, of course uh, the Wigmen. And uh, the last team to uh, sneak in just on the uh, last weekend as well, they had their victory up in Leigh, was the Miocs. The top six, um, did you expect those uh, those six teams to be featuring in the finals uh, at this time of the year? Kelly, and like you said, it went down to the wire on the round 11 matches. In our competition and the standards that we have and the competition that has been going, you cannot really predict who's going to be in top and who's going to be at the bottom, especially in the bottom four. The top two or three were obvious from the start, Yeah. but the ones below it would have been anybody in there. Yeah. Uh, that put aside, bringing it to the finals now, yes, maybe 50% of what I expected are there, uh, the other 50 are surprises. Uh, finals is a different ball game, and when we talk about it, yeah. what happens there is not the same as what happens in the round robin, so that's something interesting, but... Yeah, like I thought uh, three or four teams would have been there that are there. And that you can tell, you know, football is played for 80 minutes. Yeah. But it's the back end that goes on for hours and weeks and days yes. and months that are unrecognized or unnoticed. And uh, that's what's been uh, really pushing them to get to where they get. And uh, by looking at the way they operate and they do things, we, 
we kind of understand where the top four would have been, and but credits to the other four. Uh, starting tomorrow or the day after, new ball game, new playing field. Yeah. And uh, from an admin point of view, and obviously uh, with your officials and everything, you're all set to go. Um, they would have had the whole season to look and correct uh, any errors or um, um, mistakes that you've, you've done in terms of officiating. I'm sure you guys and your team would have had those discussions amongst themselves and they're pretty, they're pretty much ready for the finals. Yeah. Like uh, in our motto in, our, in NRLC or at the office is uh, we still live to work and we can get better. So every week we are reviewing, we are, you know, looking at what we did wrong, what we did right, how we can get better, and we've been doing that for the last couple of weeks, and now we are continuing to do that. And yes, we all set, uh, we excited our partners and uh, contractors who are going to deliver the game for us are all set. We've been having meetings, we've been having dialogues. Uh, we want to give the people of this nation something to look forward to, something to aspire to, something to get them enjoying and. Uh, take as the weekend comes, so we are all set, both on and off the field, and I'm pretty sure the teams are even digging very deep into yeah. what they're doing. And on the competition front, we already come Sunday, we will deliver an event that will be a lifetime experience for some. And it, just talking about the the top six, these are the best teams, you know, they've, they've earned their right to, uh, to be in the finals. These are the top six, and uh, to add on to uh, having the best teams play in the finals, you've got some of the best players going around because... Like you said, a blessing in disguise was the, the pandemic uh, affecting the Queensland competition, right. which meant the Hunters players were available to, uh, to play in the Digital Cup teams, and that strengthens and obviously uh, improves on the, in the quality of our players going around. The Gurriers, you have, uh, you know, likes of Watson Boss and um, uh, Terry Wapi available. You know, in the Vipers, you got Ase Boss, and then, uh, you know, they're, they're just all uh, spread out, and that, that just makes it for, for good viewing and enjoyable entertainment. Correct. Like you correctly said, you the games are going to be interesting. There's the quality of the game. The top up there, you know. Uh, halfway, 6 out of 12. The best 6 are there. 2 on by best 4. So these games are going to be entertaining and you know, very good games to watch. And certainly something to look forward to as well. Uh, we got the games uh, on Sunday with the uh, Vipers, Murrooks, uh, Wigman. And of course the Miox, yes. they'll be up against each other. Correct. The two losers are out. Two uh, winners, of course, going to play the uh, top two. Yes. Um, just, just quickly looking forward. Obviously, um, you, you still got this season to get rid of, but 2021, with what's uh, been going on in 2020, the pandemic and uh, everything, you, you've you've probably got a new plan on how to uh, go about into 2021. New normal, new passing. There's so many uh, things that you, you've uh, got in got in place, but uh, some of the things that probably myself as a, as a fan has been curious about is if there's any new teams or new expansions that we're going to be expecting in 2021, if not to next year, in, in the few seasons coming up. And also if there's a possibility of having Junior Digital Cup or Women's Digital Cup. Uh, Killian, like 2021 has been a challenging year, like we said, but like I said earlier, we were we're happy that it came so that we could really test where we are, what we can do. Uh, 2021, uh, we're hoping for a better year, uh, having learned from what we did today. And uh, we can't say that's a good year and a bad year. We still have to strive to be the best. And yep. that's that's the approach. That's the mindset. That's what we are thinking. Our strategic purposes and intents plans still remain. Uh, and we still will aspire to do what we can do best. So that's for 2021. In relation to the new teams, 
Rugby league is called a national sport of this nation. We want to expand as far as the 22 provinces. But in doing so, we are very mindful not to compromise the quality of what we do sure. uh, while expanding. So uh, we have a systems in place or processes in place to do that. Uh, the board meets and then we put up uh, expression of interest, open invitation to those who are interested to bid. And when they bid, we'll, we'll consider those bid when the time comes. Uh, there are a couple of teams in the comp too. We will review them. There may be a couple of them to give the soccer's notice to yep. see how they go with what's happening. So if there's one or two or three bad in the house that's all in the competition at bay, we may release to get new ones in. But that's a decision that I cannot put the... Uh, was before the cut. Sure, sure, yeah. There's a lot of consultation processing. And, uh, the processes are followed. Uh, but we want to expand, we want to get bigger. We also understand that the future of the games lies in the young and, and the upcoming juniors. So, uh, under 20s, Hunters were preempted to have an under 20s team next year. Uh, but due to the pandemic, I think that's going to be self for a while. Yeah. Uh, we are thinking of using the downtime to prepare for Hunters to have an under 20 comp. Uh, sister come to the digital cup but these are discussions that we put for, for the board again uh, in conjunction with PNG RFL how does the school boys fit into this yes. how do we run that comp and then uh, how we can progress so the pathway would be towards the hunters under 20 just Obviously. like hunters yep. uh, but then to strengthen the domestic comp so we have a yes. pool of guys to draw from into the digital cup and get the young ones mm -hmm. through so that's something that we are seriously considering uh, 2021 onwards excellent stuff and uh, you, you not only uh, in terms of um, playing, but uh, uh, we've had a conversation about this earlier. Coaching as well, um, and administrators, they obviously need to be all on that, uh, the, the levels that you want so that you can aspire to join the Kumuls or join the, the Vipers as an administrator or as a coach. The game is only played by 18 boys or 17 boys on the field of play, but the back-end stuff is what more time and effort is put into. Yes. Uh, like playing... Roster will look as good as the back-end support it gets. In that, a good franchise manager, a good coach, a good trainer. These are all very important parts of it, Mets officials. So when we talk about the game in development, it's the all-of-the-game thing. It's just not the playing roster. It's the every party that is involved on and off the field. So that is something that we've been dealing with and we've been emphasizing. And we will continue to do that and we will continue to work on it. Teams are beginning to realize that. Before they thought it was just standing up and playing, but yeah. now they are slowly really benefit of hunters being there. Yeah. It's peeling down. It will take time to get down, but yeah. as it gets down from the competition front, from PNG, RFL and RLC level, we are mindful of that and we are giving more focus into that. If we can strengthen the back end, the front end result would be good. So that's that's the mindset we're having and we will continue to do that to build that capacity. Stanley Hondina, you're a very, very busy man and uh, you know, we're very privileged to have uh, had a chat with you. This is only the first of our many conversations that we're looking forward to. But thanks for your time once again. And uh, good luck with the uh, finals this weekend. Thank you, Kilian. Well, there you have it. The very first episode of Sports Central. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, do tune in next week for more. Thank you. <laughs>